0: Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about executive dysfunction and ways that you can help manage your life in a way that does not lead to burnout and can allow you to get work done in a more balanced way. I'm going to have a tutorial at the end of this video teaching you guys how to utilize this sandwich technique template that I created to help bring more balance into managing your life. So hang in there with me and let's get into t- today's episode executive dysfunction i really don't hear people talking about this enough because this topic can seem very abstract in a sense where we think executive dysfunction is just the inability to get your life organized to get things done and so we really think of it as just a skill set and you're either good at it or you're bad at it. And we don't talk enough about the mental health ramifications it could have on someone who does struggle with executive dysfunction. Executive dysfunction affects a lot of neurodivergent people in such a deep capacity where it really can contribute or exacerbate mental health issues, such as anxiety or depression. And a lot of the times I find that neurodivergent people who may wake up and have a bad day, they might feel a little bit more anxious, they might feel a little bit more depressed, and they think that it has to do with life's circumstances. But if you were really to think about it, it's more so about executive dysfunction, not having the ability to uphold the responsibilities of your life in a way that doesn't take a toll on your mental health. It really makes sense if you think about it that way. I find that there's a very specific pattern when it comes to neurodivergent people that are mental health begins to take a nosedive as we age because ultimately we're trying to reach the end goal of being independent. So being more responsible and not having to depend on a parent or a caregiver to help us maintain life and to get things done, right? And I feel like a big reason why a lot of us begin to develop mental health issues that does go comorbid with our neurodivergency is because ultimately our executive dysfunction is impacting us a lot. A lot more heavily than it may have when we were children think about it this way when you're a child Your parent ideally would help you maintain your life. They will tell you what you need to do, how you need to do it. They might even help you get those things done. And let's say you can't get those things done for whatever reasons, they will help take on that responsibility for you and help do it for you. That goes for like the teachers in your life as well. Ultimately, as children, you don't have as many responsibilities. You don't have to be independent. You're not expected to be independent most kids, at least. So executive dysfunction isn't as big of a problem for kids. Not saying that it isn't at all. I mean, it very much so could be because let's say as a child, you just seem a lot more disorganized than the other kids, you know, things like that. It it does affect you and it does make you a little bit different, but it doesn't necessarily have such a big impact on a child than it would have on an adult because as an adult and as an independent individual what you lack will directly affect you your life and your mental health and so when you're an adult and you can't seem to hold down a job when you can't seem to make your own appointments to show up to those appointments, when you can't seem to maintain your friendships and your relationships with loved ones, when you can't be consistent with your own hobbies, your routines, your own physical health and mental health. You know, these things directly impact your well-being, not just physically, but also it affects you mentally because now you begin to think that you're lazy. You begin to think that you're not talented. You begin to think that you're worthless. And those are all thoughts that really makes someone feel depressed because it makes you feel like, why am I here if I can't contribute anything good to society, let alone myself? Like I can't even seem to take care of myself is what it ultimately comes down to. And that doesn't make someone feel good. It really makes you feel really low about yourself. That affects how you ultimately show up for others in your life, right? You begin to feel as if you're not worthy of friends, family, loved ones. You're not worthy of that dream job that you wanted. You're not worthy of the life that you want for yourself because you can't seem to foster that maintain it for yourself. What starts out as just not being able to do things begins to trickle down into your overall outlook on yourself and your self-worth. And so in that sense, this is why I think executive dysfunction is so important. And therefore we really need to, as a community, begin to develop ways in which we can manage our executive dysfunction in a way that doesn't take a toll on us and we could bring more balance into our lives so that we could feel as if we could thrive a lot better and we could feel a lot better about our lives, show up for others better, and just ultimately feel as if we are here for a purpose and we could fulfill those purposes in life, right? So what I've come to notice is that when it comes to executive dysfunction, it never doesn't come at a cost. It always comes at a cost. And let me explain what I mean when I say that. So let's say you're neurodivergent. So you have ADHD and or autism. Let's say you look like you have everything together on the outside and to other people. So you are able to maintain your job or school or you have thriving relationships. Your house is clean. You do your chores on time. Everything is managed well. And people see that and they think to themselves, oh, this person has their life together. So they must not be struggling with executive dysfunction. Wrong. You could still suffer with executive dysfunction and still have your life together, but it comes at a cost because that person may need to have an extreme amount of anxiety in order to have their things together together. Because of their executive dysfunction. Let's say for a neurotypical person, having their things together isn't as hard for them because they don't have ADHD or autism. And so it comes naturally to them to do the dishes, to clean the house, to make appointments, to text their friends, you know, all of these things. But because someone who has executive dysfunction struggles with all of these things, they need to have an extreme amount of anxiety in order to make sure that they uphold all of these things. So, I've come to notice that a lot of neurodivergent people that are on top of their life, they are also very high-strung, they're also very anxious because that is what it takes in order to get all of these things done. And that also has impacts on their health, mental health and physical health. On the other end of the spectrum, someone who struggles with executive dysfunction, it affects them in a sense where they can't seem to get their life together. And their life is kind of like falling apart or being held together with the thinnest of strings, right? That takes a toll on them in a sense where you could feel extremely depressed because you feel as if you may be wasting your life away. You might feel like everyone can seemingly have all of these things together so easily and you just can't seem to. And that takes a toll on your self-worth, right? And you might feel depressed. So depression, anxiety, those are kind of like those two main things that people struggle with when they do have executive dysfunction. So yeah, executive dysfunction affects all neurodivergent people, it might even affect neurotypical people, but it always comes at a cost regardless of what you may see on the outside. And I really, really want to emphasize that, you know, because I don't want people to think that just because someone else might look like they have everything together, that they're all good, you know, they might still be struggling really, really heavily on the inside. And so for that, I have all the empathy for anyone out there who may struggle with executive dysfunction. For me personally, I've struggled with executive dysfunction on every end of the spectrum. I've been that person that can't seem to get things done. I've been that person that literally wakes up in the morning, lays in bed, stares at that clock, and watches all the hours tick by on the day, thinking about all the things that I need to do, but not knowing what those things are, not knowing how to even begin. tackling that list of responsibilities, feeling the weight of that pressure, and staying in bed because of that weight. And then ultimately, when nighttime rolls around, you just feel extremely depressed, but weirdly relieved that the day is over. And it's like a cycle. You feel worthless because you can't do the things you need to do, so you self-sabotage and avoid those responsibilities by staying in bed and not doing them. But that feeling of worthlessness that is a result of not being able to get those things done makes it so that you're less motivated to get those things done because you begin to feel as if, well, what's the point? And I'm worthless anyway, so, you know, this is what I do. I've also been on the other end of the spectrum where I was constantly doing things, succeeding at them as well, making a good amount of money, and passing all of my classes with flying colors. And on the surface, this looked like an effective, successful adult. But that also came at a cost because I was also extremely anxious. And because of that anxiety, I had high blood pressure. I developed TMJ. And because of the TMJ, I developed chronic migraines because I was constantly clenching my jaw so tight from the amount of anxiety. I struggled with panic attacks and anxiety attacks on a weekly basis. Yes, on the surface, it looked like I was doing well. But underneath the surface, I was also struggling so intensely with all of these other mental health issues Which leads me into the sandwich technique This is a technique that I intuitively developed for myself as I got to know myself and my neurodivergencies more This is a technique that I developed in hopes of managing my executive dysfunction So that I'm not completely struggling in life Whether that's doing way too much or not doing anything at all This helps bring more balance into getting things done so that I'm not completely exhausted or completely hopeless to even tackle the workload. Ultimately, executive dysfunction creates that imbalance of work, right? Because you either have to do everything all at once when you do have the energy to do it, or you don't do anything at all because you believe that it takes so much energy to get things done. So even if you may have a little bit of energy, just because you know that you can't tackle that huge huge monster, you don't do anything at all. This technique has really really helped me manage my life. I've used this technique for myself for many many years and this is a technique that I also integrate in my one-on-one coaching with my clients because I do have a lot of clients that have ADHD and or autism and so they struggle with executive dysfunction and this is something I integrate with them as well to help bring more balance into their lives and this is something I I briefly talked about on my TikTok. I received a lot of comments asking me to make the template accessible to you guys. So I created a seven page template so that you can download it on your end and integrate this technique into your life. You could access my template on Etsy. I will leave the link down below. It's super affordable, you guys. It's only $5 and it is a seven page template. You could use it on a weekly basis. It's kind of like a weekly digital planner. And I will be teaching you guys how to use this template, kind of explaining how it helps and how it works. Okay, so let me explain what the sandwich technique is really quick. In this downloadable template, I go into what the sandwich consists of. And the reason why I use the sandwich technique metaphor is because I feel like a lot of the times we understand concepts a lot better when it is visual and when it's metaphorical. So relating it to something that we're all familiar with, a sandwich, is an easy way to understand this concept so the goal of this technique is to be able to delegate your day to one purpose the desired outcome of this is to be able to maintain structure to your life that won't lead to burnout And disappointment. So, like I said earlier, being able to maintain the responsibilities of life in a more balanced way so that you're not burnt out, you're not exhausted, and you're still able to maintain your life and reap the benefits of being able to fulfill your purposes, right? So, the sandwich consists of four different things. The first thing is your mornings. Your mornings is the most important thing. I want to emphasize that because when you wake up in the morning, your cognition is gonna be a lot more clear than other parts of the day. You're gonna have more energy. And so this is when you need to utilize and set the tone for the day. A lot of the times, because we struggle with executive dysfunction, a lot of us really hate the mornings. We loathe it because we associate the mornings with feeling extremely stressed because we know that we have to be productive we know that we have to get things done and that causes us to feel extremely stressed and anxious so you guys i totally understand the disdain for mornings that a lot of us probably have. I relate to you guys, but trust me, once you begin to integrate this technique into your life, you will begin to teach yourself that the mornings is not as bad as it has to be and being productive doesn't have to be as painful as it may have in the past. So when you wake up in the morning, please, please, please utilize it to your advantage. So I wrote down, do not dip your toes into distractions. I wrote this down because when we do wake up in the morning and we feel anxious, because that is what we taught ourselves time and time again when we woke up throughout our lives to feel anxious about the day, we want to immediately nurture ourselves by going back to sleep, by staying in bed, by doing something that makes us feel comforted. So like watching TV, playing video games, being on our phones, stuff like that, right? We want to self-soothe, but ultimately we are distracting ourselves and we are keeping ourselves in bed. And ultimately we are sabotaging our own days. Ultimately we make it so that we don't get anything done. So I wrote, do not dip your toes into distractions. When you wake up in the morning and you feel anxious and this is going to happen most likely when you first integrate this technique. So know that that's probably going to happen but just ride that wave out, recognize that yes, you might be anxious, but put that anxiety on the side, get out of bed, get your day started. And something that's super helpful when you do wake up and you begin to get your day started is keep a little piece of paper or notebook and a pen or pencil next to you at all times because as you get your day started, so let's say you wake up in the morning, you go make your coffee, you make yourself breakfast, you shower, naturally, when you start to do these things there's going to be tasks that will pop up randomly in your mind this is kind of how our brain works ideas and things that we need to do don't come naturally to us when we want it to it kind of just appears randomly at the randomest of times so that's why it's so important for you to be able to write those ideas and thoughts down when they come up. And writing those things down is important because once you have that thought, it completely slips the mind and you will not be able to remember it again. I know how it is, you guys. So that's why it's important to write it down right away. Which goes into the next thing in our sandwich and that is the meat. The meat of the sandwich is the day itself. So getting the things on your list done. And I wanna emphasize that this list does not have to have a lot of meat. Sometimes there's going to be days where all you have on your list is to just vacuum your room, to clean your toilet, to wash the dishes and that is completely okay. I actually encourage that because a lot of the times due to our executive dysfunction, we are used to getting everything done all at once. And we begin to believe because of this habit that getting tasks done is extremely tiring and time consuming when it really doesn't have to be. We need to begin teaching ourselves that getting things done could be easy and it could be effortless. And just because it's easy and effortless doesn't mean we didn't get things done. It doesn't mean that we weren't productive. We need to start disassociating these terms from each other, right? Just because you spend a day getting these three easy tasks done doesn't mean you haven't been productive that day. Just because you got those three things done, you still have so much energy and you could get more things done, doesn't mean you have to add more to your plate and more to your list. You can very much so get those three things done, feel like you have energy still, but choose not to deplete that extra energy that you have and still feel as if you were productive that day. The next thing in our sandwich is the cheese. The cheese of the sandwich is the part of your day where you're unwinding. So once you've completed everything or as much as you can on your list, allow yourself to unwind. When you begin unwinding, make sure you set a bedtime for yourself so that you know that when it comes around to that time, you have to go to bed. I say this because it's so easy for us to get carried away once we start doing something and it's easy for us to miss a bedtime, to go to sleep super late, and that affects our sleep levels. That affects not only our sleep, but the next day as well. And this is the point of integrating this cheese of the day because a lot of the times we stay up because we want to give ourselves time to soothe and to indulge. But because I'm already integrating the cheese of the day into your day and you do have time to unwind, it allows for you to be able to prioritize and go to bed because you've already had time to indulge, to treat yourself, and to self-soothe and unwind, right? The last part of our sandwich is sleep. When the set bedtime comes, stop unwinding activities to get ready for bed and sleep. This is super important. I don't think I have to explain the importance of sleep, but I find that neurodivergent people oftentimes do not have a good sleep schedule. As a result of the executive dysfunction, we either sleep too much or our sleep schedules are completely off. So it's super important to be able to make sure that you get your sleep schedule back on track. And that will naturally happen as you integrate the sandwich technique because once you feel like you've been able to get things done, you can therefore relax with no sense of guilt or shame. And therefore you can actually unwind fully during your cheese time, and therefore you'll feel a lot more satisfied to go to bed on time. Now I want to build our sandwich. So the first thing we're gonna build is the meat of our day. What are important responsibilities in your life that you need to consistently upkeep? Create six different types of days where you only get tasks related to that day done. So the meat of the day are just very general things in your life that you need to upkeep. I'm gonna create my sandwich. Hopefully that can help you guys come up with your sandwiches as well. The types of meat that I have in my life is work, outside of the house errands, inside of the house errands, mental health practices, friends, partner. So these are things that I want to upkeep in my life and these are things that I can spend a whole day doing tasks for that one thing. Let's move on to the cheese of our day. How do you like to enjoy yourself? Write down six different ways you like to unwind. I'm a very simple person. I enjoy myself through the simplest of things. The different ways I like to enjoy myself is I like to watch TV shows. I like to watch youtube videos i like to relax and pet my animals i like to cook and eat i like to go on walks and i like to crochet these are ways that i can enjoy myself and these are things that i can integrate to my sandwiches. Now let's build our sandwich. At the top of this page, it says what type of sandwich day are you having? This is where you put the type of sandwich day you're having. Today's sandwich day is work. So today is a work day. The first box which says morning is where I begin to put my list down. So the way I like to make my list is I write everything I need to do down on the list, even if it's the smallest task because one, I like to cross things off the list. Two, I need to teach myself that a task doesn't have to be something you loathe. It could be something you genuinely want to do and therefore you can enjoy doing a task. This is what my list usually looks like on a work day. Make myself coffee. Brush my teeth. Change. Meditate and breath work. Feed my pets, take my dog on a walk, do my sessions with my clients, make a TikTok, journal ideas for future videos, record a video, edit a video, And so that is the meat of my day. The day is just spent doing those things. That's when you start to cross the tasks off your list. I'm gonna write down what I want to do during the cheese of the day. So what I wanna do to unwind. For today, I want to unwind by eating, watching my favorite YouTube channels, and crocheting. Usually when I unwind, I give myself like a specific time to unwind and usually that's after I get my things done Unwinding time for me is at nighttime, and so I'll have a couple hours to unwind before I I head off to bed. I stop unwinding around 10 and I begin to get ready for bed. This doesn't necessarily mean I have to sleep, but I at least have to be in bed. Once I'm in bed, I could be listening to a video, I could be listening to a podcast, I could be watching TikToks, but regardless, I'm in bed and I'm basically ready to fall asleep once I'm tired. That's kind of what a work... Sandwich day looks like. The next thing in this sandwich technique is the topic of the potato. This is super important to this technique because I know all of us are watching this because we're trying to learn how to be productive. And I know that the concept of integrating your potato self into being productive is counterintuitive, but it's really not. I think a part of being productive is not being productive, you know? and being able to plan for those days as well. The goal of the potato is to be able to delegate your day to no expectations or pressure. The desired outcome is scheduling in days where you do not have to meet the expectations of a task allows you to maintain responsibilities of sandwich days a lot easier without burning out. Potato days don't mean you have to do nothing. It just means you can do anything. Those are very, very big differences. I think sometimes we believe that just because we're being a potato means we have to be completely not productive and not do anything and just be on the couch or in bed. That's not true. It just means that this is a day where you can literally do whatever you want. There's no structure to your day. There's no expectations. A potato day could be very productive. You could go out on a hike, you could go to the gym, you could go, you know, do things that you want to do. But the point is that you're not expecting yourself to do it, you're doing it because you want to. And I think it's so important for people who struggle with executive dysfunction to begin teaching yourself that you can enjoy doing things outside of expectations. And by taking expectations away from your day, could return the power back. Back to your desire to do things, to live life, to get things done. So now we're going to distinguish six different ways you like to spend your free time. So these are things that you like to do in general and spend your free time doing. It's not necessarily to unwind, it's just something you like to do. So that's kind of like the difference between the potato and the cheese is the cheese is specifically something you like to do to unwind. So it's to relax. Whereas the potato is something you like to do when you're not having any expectations for yourself, but because you genuinely like to enjoy it. You could take up energy doing it or you could replenish energy doing it. Either way, you feel fulfilled. So for me, my potatoes are jujitsu, hiking, road trips, traveling, shopping, rearranging my home. Okay, so let's break down our week. Previously, when we were building our sandwich out, that was building out a day. This is building out your week. As you can see, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We have all the seven days here and we're gonna begin to delegate which day is going to be sandwich day and which day is going to be potato day so for me monday wednesday thursday are work days tuesday and sunday are potato days friday is at home chore day and Saturday is going to be an out-of-home chore day. So stuff like going out to get groceries, getting water, making sure that I have everything that we ran out of in the house. This is kind of what my week looks like. Of course, there's gonna be times where things will change. So on certain weeks, I might prioritize seeing friends. On weeks like that, I'll put Saturday instead of going out to run errands. I will go out to see a friend for a day, stuff like that. But yes, you guys, this is my sandwich technique. Hopefully the tutorial was easily understood. For those who have found this helpful, go to my Etsy shop. I'll leave the link down below. Download this digital weekly calendar for yourself and begin integrating it into your life. I hope that this will help you manage your executive dysfunction a lot more effectively. Being responsible, getting tasks done does not have to be painful. It does not have to be stress that seems impossible to uphold and tackle I'm not saying that the sandwich technique is an end-all be-all I'm not saying it's gonna help everyone but at least it's something that you can try out and see if it works for you if you end up downloading this digital weekly calendar and you begin to integrate it into your life I would love to hear back from you guys so leave a comment down below or message me if you give it a try and let me know how you like it I am planning on creating more templates in the future to managing other aspects of your life So subscribe to my channel and keep up to date with any future templates that I'm going to come out with. Thank you guys for tuning in on today's episode. I will see you guys on next week's video. Bye guys.